Hello, welcome back to Create Holistic Wealth. Have you been miserable at your job for the past few months? Or maybe it's been years even? Ready to submit that resignation letter to HR? Great, let's get you out of there with dignity and grace. It's time to free your spirit. For about a decade, I was resigning from job to job like, whoa. In fact, it was more like career hopping throughout my 20s, especially. At one point, I was making boatloads of money, but that was when I was also the most unhappy. Not saying more money means more misery. I'm saying I knew it was time to resign when my soul path and career path were no longer aligned. Now, everyone's situation is different and you have to do what's right for you. Maybe you were like me with a mortgage hanging over your head. Maybe you were like me growing up in a working class household with a scarcity mindset. There are a lot of things to consider and blocks to address. But when you know deep down, when you know it's time to go, you feel it down to your bones, mentally, physically, emotionally, and of course, energetically. Take it from a gal who has resigned left and right. I've given months of advance notice to less than 24 hours notice. I wouldn't recommend either extreme. Over the years, I learned a lot of lessons from these leaps of faith, and sometimes they were very reactive actions that I've taken. So lots of lessons learned the hard way. Looking back, I definitely wish I took the high road in some circumstances, while other times I'm glad, I'm glad I stood up for myself and yeah, I just had to burn bridges along the way. So let's get into these lessons learned, shall we? I'm gonna go over five key points on how I would would have, if I were to resign all over again, these are five things that I recommend to do before resigning. Number one, get your financial ducks in a row. Depending on the industry you are in, the job market could be very different. So I'm speaking in very general terms using broad timelines based on my experience of working in the public and private sector. During the days when I was a very reactive person, this is pre-yoga, pre-Reiki master Eve Sankel, I didn't always have a plan B in place. And I've told this story in my previous podcast episode in my um, welcome to create holistic wealth episode, my story. So plan B for me means having six months of savings, emergency fund savings, or another job lined up, another job offer secured. In the past, without a plan B, I didn't even know what I was gonna do next. I just knew I wanted to get out of there. And I hope that you're not at that point where you've created some kind of tunnel vision where you can't look past trying to run away from something 
but it's better to run to something, to to build momentum t- towards something rather than so fo- being so focused on running away from something. So again, I was so focused on escaping the job, I was very much stuck in that moment, in that mindset. So to no surprise, things got scary fast. I went from excitement to terrified to regret, then repeated the cycle. It was physically, mentally, emotionally, and energetically depleting, especially for an empath like me. If you really can't stand the job and your instinctive feeling is to get out, even if you don't have another job in place, then go with your gut. Sometimes opportunities won't show up when you are not in the frequency of joy. And it doesn't even have to be joy, but in that frequency of wellness, of peace. Sometimes it's about taking a leap of faith first. And that's up to you to decide. So my suggestion is to apply to several jobs at least a few months or more before resignation. That gives you a feel of the job market and allows you to adjust your game plan for your resignation date. For me, absolutely nothing was surfacing. This this was during um, the time that I resigned without a plan B, um, and I did this twice, but nothing was surfacing, so I created multiple streams of income from side hustles to building up the emergency fund. And with the emergency fund, Stats and research shows these days that it takes an average of seven months to secure a new career. So think about that um, when you're working backwards on having that emergency fund. And before taking the leap, be sure to evaluate your finances. Take a close look at your expenses, assess ways where you are able to cover your basic needs for at least six months while you heal and get yourself back on your soul path. Second, time it based on what's right for you. Having resigned many times, I've learned that things can get sticky, a little awkward, managers can take it personally, colleagues might feel like you're weak sauce for abandoning the ship, or they just might be straight up jealous. Other times people are just stressed out about the workload, the extra workload that they have going on uh, without you to be a part of the team. So time the resonation, think it through, how is it gonna be best for you, but also others finding that compromise. Sure, there is no perfect solution, but So it's never a convenient time for anybody on the team for you to resign. But what you don't want is a long period of awkward tension. So if you announce that you're going to resign in three months, that's going to be too long of awkwardness for those three months. But you also don't want to pull an Eve Sankel and abruptly leave, leaving people high and dry. Not good. So figure out a middle ground, 
most people feel that two weeks advance notice is amicable. But even if that's the company's standard, it doesn't equate to an amicable resignation. When I gave two weeks notice at my last job, my boss asked if I would be willing to stay until the end of the next month. And that would have been an extra six to seven awkward, hellish weeks. But some may be able to stomach that. I was not. In fact, I didn't have much respect for her. So why not, why not twist the knife and say, hell's no? Well, without a plan B lined up, what was the point of leaving so soon? And plus, it would only benefit me to leave on amicable terms. So I compromised and extended an extra two weeks. She and other managers were very appreciative and the last month was nowhere near as hostile as the previous months leading up to my resignation. If you anticipate that HR or your managers will bargain, select your resignation date accordingly. Have a set date that you know would be the absolute last day, but keep an open mind in case you need that extra padding. Take care of admin in advance. That's number three. A lot of things can happen quickly, and the last thing you want to do is a, to do a sloppy job on important admin work. Ultimately, you don't want to be in a space of regret once you leave. Some admin work that you can take care of in advance is obtaining employment verification paperwork, and this includes references, phone numbers, mail, and mailing addresses. If you don't want people to get suspicious of your upcoming resignation plan, say it is for refinancing a loan or use a believable fig leaf. So you can also draft a resignation letter in advance so that if things heat up, you are not emotional when you're writing your farewell email. In fact, keep it short and simple. Here's what I used. Dear boss slash hire HR manager, thank you for the opportunity for growth in my professional career. I have enjoyed working for your department and appreciate the support provided to me along the way during my time. Please accept my resignation from my position as, insert your title, for, insert your department or company, effective, insert the date of re resignation. I will do what I can to ensure a smooth transition for the team. If I can be of any help during this process, please let me know. Sincerely, your signature. Save it in draft in your inbox and focus your energy on other tasks like Number four, go above and beyond. Here's the thing. When I went above and beyond, I would get burned out. Then I'd resign slamming the door on my way out. But like any relationship breakup, the last thing I wanted was for them to think, good riddance. No, I wanted them to feel like they lost a huge asset. Of course, I can't control what other people think. And at the end of the day, I don't need their validation. The thing to remember is it's a small world. 
so you just never know if you'll cross paths again. Pace yourself as you go above and beyond your job duties. Focus on the fact that you still have a stream of income coming in, health insurance coverage, and so forth. Find an outlet, whether it's taking breaks throughout the day or indulging in your hobby after work. Find a way to stay motivated in order to leave your job on good terms. It's not easy to go above and beyond for a boss or coworker that you don't have an ounce of respect for. I get it, but do it for yourself. Last but not least, number five, build a solid support network. Throughout this podcast, we talk about taking a holistic approach. So we've covered physical, mental, emotional tactics to resign with dignity and grace. Having this solid support network is going to really help bring an energetic approach to your resignation. It's probably the most important yet most overlooked key to the process. The key to getting where you want to go in life is to be in alignment with the vibrational frequency of where you want to be. Most times we focus on tackling our challenges on a physical, emotional, and mental level. Rarely do we approach challenges from an energetic angle. So assess the people you are currently spending the most time with. Are they people who are going to support you along the journey to the next chapter in your career. Sometimes we pick up on other people's energy if they're constantly worried about you. And even though it's coming from a good place, it's also very tricky to take on that anxious energy or that negative energy if people you surround yourself with are jealous of you or don't want the best for you. So sometimes the people we love can be emotionally depleting, even if they have the best intentions. And perhaps it's not necessarily cutting ties, but setting some energetic boundaries and start building a strong support network. Before making any career moves, be sure to have a strong support network. And to help, I share my go-to people, including my personal accountant, in my Fire Like a Boss course. It's a free course on my website, notabondgirl.com. So to help you get your financial ducks in a row and also to help you build your support network. Here are some, I, I do provide some resources and people that are my go-to people. It's not easy to leave a job and switch careers, even if you can't stand the work. Many times I've found that decisions can be a lot stressful when my finances were not in order. So it was just unnecessarily extra stressful. So if FIRE is your ultimate goal, financial independence, retire early, FIRE is your ultimate goal, then it's going to take more than a high salary. It takes more than cutting coupons and having side hustles too. Many people often ask if I was able, how I was able to reach retirement at 35. I learned a lot of money lessons the hard way. 
But over time, I got good at managing my personal finances. Achieving FIRE requires having your hard-earned money work for you. And I again, I share all my favorite and simple personal finance strategies and personal development strategies in my free self-study Fire Like a Boss course. You can find it again at notabondgirl.com. So are you ready to resign from your nine to five? Let us know how we can support you so we can create wealth beyond money together. Join our community for support along your journey. You can find us on Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram at Not A Bond Girl. Looking forward to creating holistic wealth together.